Welcome to the New Yorker's January 21st, 2013 issue. We have five articles for you. In the financial page, James Surowiecki reports on how the New York Jets have been caught in a classic economic dilemma. Next, David Owen writes about how a Norwegian firm is trying to solve the problem of Times Square. Then, David Remnick investigates the rise of Israel's new religious right. And finally, in the current cinema, Anthony Lane reviews Gangster Squad, starring Sean Penn, Ryan Gosling, and Josh Brolin, and the action thriller Jack Reacher, starring Tom Cruise. But first, it's this week's comment. In Southern Discomfort, George Packer writes about the politics of the South. The New Year's Day vote in Congress that brought a temporary truce to the fiscal wars showed the Republicans to be far more divided than the Democrats, and the division broke along regional lines. House Republicans from the Far West and from the Northeast favored the Senate's compromise bill by large margins, and Midwesterners were split. But in the South, Republican opposition was overwhelming, 81 to 12, accounting for more than half of the total Republican no votes. In other words, Republicans outside the South have begun to turn pink, following the political tendencies of the country as a whole, but Southern Republicans, who dominate the party and its congressional leadership, remain deep scarlet. These numbers reveal something more than the character of today's Republican Party. A larger historical shift is underway. For a century after losing the Civil War, the South was America's own colonial backwater— Not quite a nation within a nation, but the next thing to it, W.J. Cash wrote in his classic 1941 study, The Mind of the South. From Tyler, Texas, to Roanoke, Virginia, southern places felt unlike the rest of the country. The region was an American underbelly in the semi-tropical heat. The manners were softer, the violence swifter, the commerce slower, the thinking narrower, the past closer. It was called the Solid South, and it partly made up for economic weakness with the political strength that came from having a lock on the Democratic Party, which was led by shrewd septuagenarian committee chairman. The price was that the Democratic Party remained an anti-modern minority until the New Deal. As late as 1950, there were just three Republicans among the South's 109 congressmen, and none in the Senate. A decade later, the numbers had barely moved. In 1964, Lyndon Johnson said that breaking the Southern filibuster and passing civil rights legislation would cost Democrats the South for a generation. He was too optimistic. But the region's conservatism had also...